Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Eric Desiderio for a VR experience called Remember, Remember. Eric worked on the very first VR game that was made from an existing property, and he was on a very early episode of Level, before it was actually Level, to talk about it. That was the Adventure Time VR game, and working on that positioned him nicely to work on a lot of other VR games and experiences in the early stages of it. Eric also got to work on the new DLC for Diablo 3 called Rise of the Necromancer from Blizzard Entertainment. He can't share any of the music yet, sadly, but we start off talking a bit about that project. Yeah, it was quite an honor, honestly. It was my first time that I've worked with Blizzard. And I mean, I've been a fan of their games since since they first came out. Like I, I originally played uh, Warcraft Orcs versus humans, like before, you know, before World of Warcraft, before that was even a glimmer in anyone's eye. Wow. I remember playing Warcraft in the the college basement, like in the in the <laughs> tech room there, and uh, and then I of course I heard about Diablo, and I had to run out and buy the box. You know, they came in cardboard boxes and, and a CD-ROM, and I just was blown away by the game and especially the way that the music worked with the game. It was like this amazing twelve-string uh, guitar melody that uh, was looped in there and, and became really a tapestry of, uh, and part of the game. Mm-hmm. And then it's just been excellent to see how Diablo has developed over the years in, in terms of the music. And I especially love uh, the music for Reaper of Souls, which is the first expansion for Diablo 3. And it has like a nice, really amazing dark tone to it with a full orchestra and choir, and, and I, I really keyed into that. As well as I, I still love Diablo 2, that Matt Ullman score with all the 12-string guitars. I mean, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of the music for Diablo. Get, let's just get that out there. But so it was quite an honor to work on it, and um, I got to work uh, under Derek Duke. He was the project leader. And Neil Acri was also another composer on it. That's really exciting. And I'm a huge Diablo fan as well. But I mean, I, I'm such a weird gamer. Like, I never played the first one or two because I'm not a PC gamer. So when it finally oh, came sure. to console, I just, oh man, I platinumed it, I think, on both consoles. Uh, <laughs> okay. on, on PS3. Well, because it first came out on PS3, and then when Reaper of Souls came out and they released it on PS4, I, I platinum that too. Or maybe I've got like a couple more things I need to do for one of them. But yeah, I mean, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, and it, it's amazing that the story is fantastic and the yeah. um, and the way the character builds can happen allows you to do a, a whole lot of interesting stuff with, with each different class. And so Rise of the Necromancer introduces the Necromancer class that was originally in D2. So that's sort of like the main push in this new content. Nice. Yeah, and you've gotten to work on a lot of VR stuff. And I'm really fascinated by this because, you know, within the last, I'd say, 12 months has been when enough VR projects have been finished to, to that I'm finally talking with composers about the work they've done on VR. But for a lot of people, it's like they've done one or something. Sure. And you've had this, an interesting experience with, you know, not just games, but other kinds of immersive experiences. So tell me about Remember, Remember. Oh, sure. Well, Remember, Remember is an alien invasion VR experience. So... 
it's not quite a game, mm-hmm. but it's actually, you actually walk around in these different environments that they create. So it starts off, you're in this um, sort of like an underground holding cell, and uh, you're being questioned about uh, your memories and, and how, how everything begins. Actually, I should preface that with before that, there is there's like this interesting sort of dreamlike experience where you're sitting in your hotel, uh, your apartment, and it's talking about the memories that you have of different people that you've known. And as you're thinking about them, like the, there's people walking by and they keep disappearing and like sort of fading out of existence. Hmm. And then boom, you're in this interrogation room, underground bunker. Uh, you're being interrogated about what you remember about different things things like the, this alien invasion that happened. And then it triggers a memory of being in the middle of a city street. And it's sort of like, I guess it might be part of New York. It's, it's an undetermined town. And there's alien ships flying overhead. And people have kind of come out of their apartments and their houses to sort of look at the sky. Like, what are these lights? What's happening? Like a big ship flies by. <laughs> and then another ship flies by and it lands. And then aliens start coming out of the ship. And it's honestly like I I don't scare very easily, but this <laughs> this is like this is something else because you're in the middle of the streets and I think there's something to do in our psyches with people that like if you see a person that's very scared next to you, mm-hmm. it's contagious, hmm. and it's the same way that if someone vomits next to you, you start <laughs> to vomit, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely something about that, and so you're you're in the middle of the city street, and these the lights are crazy in the sky, and you hear these weird sounds, and these aliens fly, ship flying over, and you look at the people next to you, and they're freaking out, and they're cowering in fear, hmm. and you can walk around them and look at them, and you hear the voice acting, which is actually really good, and it gets you into this next level of fear that you don't get to when you're just watching a horror movie and there's some eerie music and you don't know where the killer is. Sure. So you have experienced it then. You've done it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was really integrated into the, the whole situation. Oh, cool. So um, I was trying it out before the music was happening and, and seeing how the whole project worked. And uh, so it's actually part of a series and the first one was finished, and it premiered at Tribeca uh, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And then they're just building on that. So that's just going to be the first of many installments. And then they're all going to be released at the same time. Oh, cool. And Yeah, so it, it did really well at Tribeca. People loved it. It got great reviews. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it was just a really eye-opening experience as to what VR can do and like the emotions that it can create in someone that's in the game and in the experience. How long is it? How long is this first installment? So the first installment is about seven minutes. And then there's going to be uh, five installments is what they were saying. And then a possible another five installments. And they're just going to see how it goes from there. Hmm. It really had like an, an interesting emotional effect on me. Because over time, the whole city starts to decay. And so it flashes you back to the, to another time, which is like maybe a couple of weeks later. And you can look out the window and there's it's it's kind of, barren out there because a lot of the people have been taken and kidnapped by the aliens or just taken away. And so you're there in an apartment with someone else and there's an alien going through your apartment, like walking down the hall, <laughs> like like looking for you in the way that and you're hiding behind a big rack of clothes 
and it's very interesting like the way that that the audio is done in terms of like if you're hiding behind the rack of clothes you can't hear the alien as well and he can't really see you and, hmm. but then if you like peek your head out like it gets really scary and you're, you're kind of hiding and there's a bit of cat and mouse there with with the experience. So how how much of the audio did you do? Did you do uh, more audio than just the music? So when I came onto the project, there was already some sound that was in there. Okay. And I I started out just helping out with the sound and with the spatializing of it. So you know they they didn't have an audio implementer guy. So I I came in and was like okay I was, I was working with the programmer and so. A lot of it was like, this, so that wall there, it looks like it's concrete. So we have to have the, all of the sound bounce off of it without being absorbed at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas this rack of clothes is going to absorb a lot of the sound. And so I, you know, we were working with the materials to make sure everything was sounding good. I, I was hired just for a couple of days. And then we worked well together and they loved my music. So then when the time came time for the score to be composed, I ended up writing the music for that. And uh, so a lot of the score has this sort of dreamy, thoughtful, remembering, nostalgic type of quality to it. Yes. And then, of course, when the aliens start invading, there's eerie sounds that I made with a water phone. Oh, cool. Describe what that is. Those are amazing. They're really cool instruments. So they're, it looks, it's basically like a metal cylinder on the inside. And then there are these strange metal arms that come off from it. And you put water into the cylinder. And you know how, like, if you have water in a tin can or something, you roll it around, it sort of makes different sounds if you're tapping the edge of the, the tin can based on, like, where the water is in it. So with this, with the water phone, you, you bow one of the metal arms. So you're bowing it, and then as you move the water around, and it heightens different overtones or dampens other overtones and creates a really ethereal effect. If you like the Matrix soundtrack, there's a lot of times in there where he's like, you know, he's in this, this made-up world and he's being drawn out of the made-up world and they, they have this water phone sound. <laughs> like, like, it's hard to describe. <laughs> yeah. But you end up bowing it with a bow and you can play around with a little and make some tapping sounds on it. Nice. And it's a really cool sounding instrument. It's mo- mostly for sound effects. You can't really play melodies on it or anything. Sure. Even though I'd like to see someone try. <laughs> Yeah, there's some really creepy electronic stuff too. But like as you mentioned, there's that um, quality to it that is, you know, really pleasant and pretty and sure. kind of foreboding. But but still, it's it's interesting how one track in particular starts off very beautifully and then kind of deteriorates into something scary. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, as the people were disappearing from your memory. You see them walking around and they just like one by one keep winking out of existence. Talk 
to me about quarterback snap because this is another VR experience, right? Yeah. So I've done about 10 or 12 VR games and experiences. And uh, quarterback snap was done, most of it was done about a year ago. And when I was at GDC, I talked to the guys at River Studios, which is the studio that I, I worked with. And they were like, oh, come on by our, our office and we'll show you like our different projects. I had done a, a demo reel with them that was a, a, like a VR sort of show reel of theirs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I go by the office and I tried the quarterback snap, which is great. It's this cool quarterback. You're a quarterback and you're throwing footballs and you're trying to hit targets basically, which look like people catching the balls. So I get to write some like fun, you know, Monday night sports type music yeah. for it. Yeah. It's not, it, you know, it's fun to like jump into a, an into a genre like that, that yeah. I didn't know anything about and just immerse yourself in it and try to emulate it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the emulation of a genre is actually like a distillation of the, the parts of it that make that genre work the most. have to have like this this bold brass part you gotta have the rock and drums you gotta have yeah. guitar that's kind of wailing in there yeah. and i'm not much of a wailing 80s dude but it was fun to to actually get to play some guitar in there sure yeah i got a big kick out of that i'm like oh my god it's monday night football right now this is perfect <laughs> exactly yeah that was great so it's all about bringing it to the next level and uh so I, I i was in san francisco trying it out and they were like hey do you want to check out something really wild that we've been working on? And I was like, uh, of course. <laughs> and I can talk about this now because it's been released. But they were like, okay, so put the headset on, this, this new project we're working on. And if you need to, look straight down and it will end the experience entirely. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a strange thing for someone to tell me to do. Like, yeah. what is this going to be? I, I had no idea what to expect. So I put the VR headset on and it's basically a series of music videos by the Icelandic singer Björk. <gasps> and I don't know, yeah, if you're a fan of her. Huge. I, I love her. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> huge. I'm a huge, huge fan of Björk. So this company was working on the Björk VR experience. So they recently had that in LA and you could go and they had it downtown at a museum and you would sign up and you you could try on the vibe and, and see this amazing Björk experience. But it's it basically some music videos that she made in VR. Wow. And so one of them, you're sort of on a beach, and she's singing to you. And then if you look to the side, uh, she appears on the side singing a harmony. <laughs> and you look to your to your left, and there, boom, there's another Bjork behind, you know, right there to your side. It's my dream come you, true. And, yeah. <laughs> How many Bjorks can you have? Bjork in every direction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they're all singing around you. But the wow. reason why he, he had to warn me about it is because one of the videos starts off inside of her mouth. And I'm not talking about just like a a 3D visualization of her mouth. Like apparently they put 360 degree cameras inside of her mouth while she sang this piece. Oh my God. So it starts off, it's dark and then it fades in and you're looking forward and you're like, I'm in in someone's mouth, this is wild. I didn't know Bjork had a cavity over there. <laughs> if I turn around, you know, I'd be seeing the back of her throat, you know, no. but I'm facing forward and I see her teeth and her tongue is, is below me. 
And then she starts singing, and this is a terrible Bjork impression. And the lyrics are something like, my throat. And then it's yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. the whole, <laughs> your whole world is, is opening and closing around you wow. while you're there in the middle of it as she's singing this stuff. And let me tell you, it's fantastic for about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is amazing. Oh. I'm inside of someone's mouth. I see the way her, the, the, her tongue is moving and like the back of her throat and stuff. And then after a while, you're like, this is complete insanity. I can't handle this anymore. Really? And you have to, like, I had to, like, look down and sort of tap out of the experience after, you know, maybe 45 seconds of Interesting. it. Interesting. And it, it was wild. If there's any way to check it out at some point in time, do some research and, and try the Bjork VR experience. Because wow. the rest of them are, are much more tame. You're not in her throat for all of them. But, <laughs> 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 but for this one, it, it, they, they went out there and it, wow. it was really a wild experience. Uh, project that I worked on was is actually premiered at CES 2017 this earlier this year and it was for Discovery Channel and it's called Discovery Traveler So the way it works is that they have this pod, it looks like a spaceship, and then you walk into it and you put on a vibe, and two other people are putting on, they have the vibes on also, and you can all look around and see each other inside of the spaceship, and there's actually a physical spaceship that you walk into, right? Mm -hmm. And then that physical spaceship is also in VR, and it looks the same. Wow. So you walk into the to it, and there's a globe spinning in the middle of the three people. And there's different locations on the globe that pop up. And you're, you can be like, oh, there's Hawaii, there's Egypt. Like, where do you want to go? So one person will click on Hawaii, and then all of a sudden the floor shakes. You're standing on top of this floor that has haptic sensation. So it, it, the actual floor vibrates wow. as you're standing on it. And in the VR world, you see the doors closing on this pod and that it's taking off into space and then it flies, and then it lands in Hawaii. And then the doors open up, or windows open up, and it looks like you're sitting there uh, on a coral reef. And you can look around, and it's all shot in 360. So it's actual footage of a coral reef that's been integrated into this, this VR spaceship. And you look around, and you're like, oh, there's sharks swimming by, and you know, there's cool music that I wrote playing. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then, you know, that lasts for maybe 15 seconds, 20 seconds, and then boom, it closes up again, and you're off to the next destination. Oh, let's go to Egypt. So the floor shakes again, you fly off, you land, and you're like next to the Sphinx, and you see all these tourists around. Likewise, that was also shot with a 360 camera and sort of integrated into the VR computer-generated ship that's around you. And then after a couple of these experiences, you press the next experience, the whole floor shakes, you fly off and you fly off into space. There's like a malfunction, like 
sparks are flying and then all of a sudden the whole thing opens up and you hear the air escape and you're looking at the earth. So it's this really wild, interesting VR experience. It's definitely on the cutting edge of technology. And it's it's been an amazing journey for me to see where all this stuff is going. Who knew that working on the Adventure Time VR game <laughs> was going to bring me to sort of create this interesting niche with, with all these different VR companies yeah. uh, hiring me to, to work on their, on their, their projects. Um, there's a, I gave a talk at GDC about writing music for VR and used that as an example. And then from there, everyone had played this game that was developing for VR at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a very popular VR game. And then so it, it just became really easy for me to approach VR companies and get projects. And, and I already had all this experience, so I sort of jumped into the, the game a bit early. And it's been great. I, I love VR projects. Mm-hmm. I still love you know traditional video games, sure. and Diablo and all that stuff. But <laughs> it's great to to be in this new interesting technology and and be at the forefront of all the stuff that's developing for it. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a vibe in my in my living room. <laughs> I move the table and I I jump in and play uh, VR games all the time. I love it. Well, Eric, you just have so many great things going on, some of which we still can't even talk about, which is exciting too, just that means we'll just have to have you back soon when when all those other things are happening. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank you for listening to episode 76 of Level with Emily Reese. You can learn more about Eric Desiderio and see a playlist at patreon.com level. Eric is the guest for our Five Songs podcast this week. Learn how you can get that extra show at patreon.com level. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Hi. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily. And learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, made possible by Adam Selvage at tikiwebservices.com and Brad Gentle. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media, Inc.